When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily. Available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. In the backfield, Alexander Madison feeling in motion. They fake the give to Madison. Cousins for the end zone. Is it caught? Yes, and what a catch by Adam Thielen, and what a throw by Kirk Cousins. They fake it to him, and they throw it out to the rookie, B.C. Johnson, and he is into the end zone with his first career touchdown. A big day for the Minnesota Vikings offense yesterday, over 500 yards. It felt like 1998 all over again. Kirk Cousins, best three-game stretch ever in terms of quarterback rating, best game by PFF in terms of his uh, overall grade, best graded game from him uh, of his entire career. So I wrote a bunch of different stats that stuck out to me looking through today. If uh, you want to check that out at scorenorth.com, Matthew Collard, Judd Zolgad. Um, so we did this exercise before this week, and I think it's changed a little bit because the NFL will always be the NFL. And uh, week-to-week league, I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned that to you, Judd, but uh, I want you to rank the top teams in the NFC again. Why don't you just give me your top six okay. teams in the NFC? Because you last it. week you had the Vikings at six. Yes. Okay. Number one stays the same Saints. Man. And your guy, Teddy. What a win. That's a hell of a win. Five and oh. Do you do you think that Mikey didn't tear up a little bit? I mean when he watched that. But here's the thing about that win. Just a little tear. When Teddy rolls out to his left and flings the ball thirty yards down the field over two defenders to Michael Thomas. Like, yeah, this ain't no backup quarterback. Yep. Yep. That is Teddy Bridgewater playing like old Teddy Bridgewater. And at one point on a third and five, he took off and he did a juke move and he got hit from behind and he just got forward enough for the first down. And he got up like, are the knees still there? And yep, the knees are still there. Do you realize what a great story, too, this qualifies as? Unreal. His leg blew up. Yeah. Like, this was not a, oh, my ACL tore and I'll rehab it and be back. He had teammates crying. Another guy who had the same injury was that tight end from Chicago, and he's never going to play again. Right. No, no, no. He's done. Number two. Five and Sa- oh. Sam- same. Yep. Number two, 49ers. Six and oh now. Yep. Of course, they, they beat Washington, and Washington's a cluster bleep, but they are still number two on my list. What a fun game, though. I wish I was there. 
Like, oh, and guys, you going, guys sliding across guys the sliding. field and stuff. That was, that was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, that's football. Number three, moving up one spot because I've got them jumping the. Uh, I've got them jumping the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers at six and one. This is very close now. Wow. Then number four, the Vikings. Okay, so you got the Packers over the Vikings. I do for now. I do for now. Yes. Now what but is it's that very, based on? It's very very close. Give, give based me, on, give based me your on, thinking. Based on records. Based on quarterback play. And based on the fact that in week two, the Packers won. And the Vikings had every chance to come back yep. and win that game. Yep. So, But it's very close. So Saints 49ers, Packers Vikings, that's four. Seattle at five and two. And then and then this is based on the Jalen Ramsey trade, because this is, this is gutsy of me at number six. Oh? The Rams. I think the Rams might be coming back now. Yeah, that trade, I was just thinking about that, this. that trade changes the defensive dynamic yep. of that team massively. I, I was thinking about this today. And I was looking at the standings. Yep. And I thought, you know, who should be really nervous here is the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. and every team that's going to be fighting for a wild card position, including the Minnesota Vikings, because the Rams had some low moments, but they still have one of the best coaches in the NFL. They still have weapons. They still have a quarterback that was in the Super Bowl. Sometimes, like, you guys treat Jared Goff like he's this fool or something. Like, he's in the Super Bowl last year running the number one and number two offenses in the NFL the two years before. The guy's not garbage. Um, Things haven't gone his way as much this year, but you got to figure McVay can get something figured out. Like, you know, an Andy Reid. I'm close to putting him up in that conversation of those offensive guys, Kyle Shanahan, who are going to figure it out even when they have um, adversity or troubles or whatever else. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, not a great quarterback, but Kyle Shanahan figures out a lot of ways to help him. Really good play caller, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, So getting Ramsey is such a game changer for them that they could end up being better than the Seattle Seahawks. And I mean, even Arizona, by the way. And and you know they've played and beat some bad teams too, but Arizona is sort of sneaky dangerous there because their guy Cliff Kingsbury has come up with some pretty clever offensive things to do with Kyler Murray in his first year. Um, but I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. The Rams with Jalen Ramsey are a much better team on defense because Wade Phillips relies a lot on that man coverage. And it just takes one. One shutdown guy that good. It it really is a domino entire, effect. Entire defense instantly. And uh, so you had uh, wait, who was number six? Rams. Okay, the Rams so were. Six. I went Saints, Knackers, Vikings, Seahawks, and they might be falling quickly. And then Rams. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on. The I can't. T- I. You know what? Every Wilson time is so good. Every but time just had a bad day yesterday. And every time I think they're in trouble, they're not. When you it's have been about three of years of me saying, yep. I think Seattle's going to fall off. Yes. Pete Carroll's lost his fastball. Yep. And, and every single time, Russell Wilson pulls out like two or three games just by himself. That is a, a winnable game, though, for the Vikings when they go out there. Uh, because that defense is um, not exactly what it used to be. What, what about Dallas's win last night? Impressed or not? I mean, they really kicked the crap out of the Eagles, though. Mildly, but I'm go. But Philadelphia, man, I mess. I I was impressed here when the Vikings beat them a week ago Sunday, so I will give the Vikings that. But I guess I have a very simple question about the Eagles. What's going on with Doug Peterson? 
Hmm. Genius play caller yeah. or guy who's prone to have brain farts? I think they're asking there in Philly today. Like, was it Frank Reich? Look at what Frank Reich is doing in Indianapolis. Two coaches I'm questioning big time today. Nagy Peterson. Nagy, absolutely. And Nagy, what are you doing? Absolutely. Calling out the media. I know. And now saying, I'm not you an idiot. This, I know. Though. You called this. You with know what Nagy. he is? Closer to Childress than Reed. Yeah. He's closer to being Brad than Andy. Yep. You called this with the stuff with the kickers where it felt like he was freaking out. Yeah. And we we have like um you know how dogs can hear your car coming down the street and they get up and they the ears perk up. Stella often does that. Yeah. My my greyhound has these big ears that sit on the side of her head, but when something oh. comes up, they pop up. Oh yeah, that's cool. And yeah, it's like an elephant. Love the dogs. They just sort of come up. Love the dogs. And uh so she'll when she thinks you're going to take her out or something, the, the you know the ears and her. Head oh yeah, up, that's us when we sense panicking coaches. Like we we can <laughs> we can smell it right. Like we can hear it from down the street. We know it from miles away. Because well, we've seen it and so many times before. You're right, Matt Nagy, and bringing in thirteen hundred different kickers, bringing him in off the street and everything else, and then having everybody do a gust of silence. Which when's the last time a football or showing ever your had team the, the double then, doink consistently? Right, like just that a game? bunch of stuff. Yeah, that that no sense. And then I'll tell you, even early in the first game, I saw Cordero Patterson run an out route. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and yesterday, the same thing happened where they tried to throw like a regular like dig or something to Patterson. It's like, you did you not watch what Belichick did with this man last year? Right. He, he used him perfectly. Just gave him the ball. Used him as a running back. Like. You can't even use Cordero Patterson right. And and then I will also say, too, that Mitch Trubisky is garbage. And when your offense starts to get figured out, you need your quarterback to do some special things. That guy doesn't do anything special. And last year, it just became more and more obvious that their defense getting all those turnovers helped them produce a lot more points than they were actually worth. And we called that, too. Absolutely. That they wouldn't be able to do it again. And then, lo and behold, they're healthy all last year. And then, whoop! Akeem Hicks is hurt. They're not exactly the same. And that's just how the NFL works a lot of times. So Chicago, to me, is just out of this conversation. With Green Bay and Minnesota, way ahead of Chicago. Forget about them. Detroit is done after yesterday, too. I just don't see either one of those teams being competitive. They could both win against the Vikings when they come here, but I I don't think that they are um, in this conversation for the playoffs. Dallas, of course, is going to win the NFC East easily, I think. If Philadelphia doesn't get it turned around fast, but them not trading for Jalen Ramsey, and now all of a sudden some rumblings inside the locker room, questioning the front office, yeah, and guys aren't Peterson. showing up on time. That's the beginning of a problem. Changes fast. Now, let me give you the team that is hardest to figure out here for how good they actually are: the Carolina Panthers. They've got a point differential of plus thirty-three, which is pretty solid. Uh, the Vikings. Plus 69 today, Judd. Uh, <clears throat> why Why can't it be plus 68? Why can't it be plus 70? Plus 69. Why? Why does it have to be? Why? Uh, so, but you have the the Vikings are there. San Francisco's number one at plus 92. Uh, Green Bay is actually less than the Vikings, plus 45. Dallas, plus 66. And then Carolina is just above uh, New Orleans in terms of their point differential. Kyle Allen can't ever really believe in the backup quarterbacks until they show you in big samples, but they're kind of the sneaky team that could hang around and be a little bit of a pain as we go down the stretch in terms of this race in the NFC. And I think Mm -hmm. what we're going to end up with here, Judd, is like in Major League Baseball, 
where winning 100 games this year didn't mean that much because there were so many atrocious teams. I think winning 10 doesn't necessarily guarantee the Vikings a playoff spot. What is the uh, National Football League equivalent of the American League Central? The East? Oh, it's the East. Oh, my gosh. It's just because the, the East, Giants I, and Washington. And I, would, I would love for a, a playoff seeding system to eliminate that division altogether. I'd love to get them out. I haven't decided on Dallas yet. I don't want to call Dallas a complete fraud because they had some. I just don't like them that much. <laughs> I don't like them. That yeah, much. No, I don't think they're enough. awful. I just don't like fair, them. That fair much. enough. And I don't believe in in uh, Jason Garrett as some great coach either. It's just you know they had a couple of down games. One of them against New Orleans, which was in New Orleans, so that's always hard. Yeah. Uh, and then against the Jets, they probably should have won that game. That's a terrible loss. But it's a terrible loss for sure. And the Packers loss came at home. Still, Packers, Packers, are, Packers yeah. are good. Uh, so two of the three losses are against the two other best teams in the NFC. And so, okay, maybe a little overreaction to that. They lost by two to the Jets. Not a good loss for sure, but by two on the road. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas can still play. I think they're they're in this conversation as a good team. But they're going to run away with that division, I think. And then you end up with the Vikings battling with the Packers for the division. Yep. Then with Carolina, Seattle, L.A.? Pretty much. Yep. San Francisco's not losing that division, yep. I don't think. Okay, fair enough. New Orleans is definitely not losing their division. No, they're not. So your teams that That's you're watching fair. are... Really, we're not even halfway into the season, and your teams that you're watching are cut down to only a couple. Here's the intriguing thing about the Packers, though. They have played so many home games, they've got to travel second half all the time. Advantage of Vikings there. I'm looking this. Green Bay this right is now. Green Bay has played, and I don't know how the schedule people did this. A ridiculous amount of home games so far, and it's about to get basically road, 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 road. Wow, this is crazy, and this is not easy either. This is actually a really tough schedule for the Packers. This opens the door completely for the Vikings to win the division, even though the Vikings have some tough times too. At Kansas City, they can win. At L.A., of course, the Chargers, they can win. Home against Carolina, but then at San Francisco, yep. at New York, they can win. At Minnesota, at Detroit, at the end of their schedule, so it's not easy. Certainly not impossible, but those the game against Carolina and San Francisco will be kind of the Vikings version of at Dallas and at Seattle, and they can win the rest of the way. I just think it. Remember that year where the Vikings. Or not the Vikings, uh, the Patriots with Matt Castle missed the playoffs and they went eleven and five. Yes, I was like, "What the hell? How does a team? Mit-? We might be in that situation here that a team could possibly be eleven and five and miss the playoffs because of this bumble bleep that they have here of a of a way that they set. Their That's playoffs. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, imagine me seedings. Imagine this. Imagine the scenario, which is totally possible. The Vikings go eleven and five, rank in the top seven in offense. Still a good defense. They've got some really good wins on their schedule. Yep. And they miss because Seattle goes 12 and 4 or something. And the Saints win their division, 49ers win their division, and then the Packers go 12 and 4. I mean, that, that is totally possible. Boy, that would be awful. Contract ex- extensions for Zim and Spielman still then? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they'd be if you absolutely go 11 fine. and 5 and miss the yeah. playoffs, that's not on you. It's not your fault. Well, it sort of is. All Packers right. game. Let's take a break. I got Turbo Snark. We Week come back, two, though, it. comes back and bites oh, you absolutely. right in the butt then, absolutely. by the way. And I, and we will discuss that, and people so you shouldn't talk about that, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's fair game. Turbo Snark. When we come back, listen to Purple Daily on Score North. 
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.